selfie study. I've been putting up photos of myself onto my Instagram page. It's my selfie study that I've done for quite a long time now. And it's really interesting how different and varied it is throughout the different periods of my life that I've um, actually taken photos of my own face. And it's been really enlightening over the years. I mean, some of the selfie studies I can think back to, I remember having migraines or being depressed or a time of life that I really didn't want to put photos up and I did it anyway and those are some of the most interesting photos because I did I remember one that I took a photo of my face I had a migraine and I took a photo I took a selfie and then I took a photo of a brick wall and I overlaid them together and I'm going to dig back around and find that because that just that continues to stand out to me as a sort of there's my face, but these are all of the things that can block it from the inside and from the outside. So I want to see if I can find that photo. That was a while ago. I'm going to talk about selfie study today because what I'm noticing is not only does it make me uncomfortable, but it makes other people uncomfortable. People in my family, especially, which is really interesting. So Someone in my family saw on a reel, a video of me actually talking about the selfie study. And this person said, wow, I saw your video go through in my reels and you look really old. (laughs) And I just went, uh, okay. And it's like, oh, I remember you being young. And now it was sort of shocking to see a video of you because you're kind of wrinkly and, and you look a lot different. I mean, I'm going to tell you some first feeling is hurt. Second feeling is what the hell. And the third feeling though, that came through and I didn't speak. I just, I was, you know, gobsmacked, right? I just stood there going, what? I can't believe you just said that to me, but I didn't say anything because the third thing that came through was not just the selfie study, but my daily practice has really helped me get in touch with my center, my shadow side, my soul, that part of me that's inside that has nothing to do with what I look like, my outer shell, the body that everyone else sees. But I'm going to tell you something, my ego was crushed because I keep thinking, wow, I thought I looked pretty good. And then I have to really talk myself off the ledge, but not as much this time as in years past, even though the comment really hurt because of the person who said it. And now it's like too late to say anything, uh, although I could say something later, but um, it really stopped me and got me thinking, okay, you know, when has this happened to you in your past? And I'm going to tell you, there's been a lot of voices in the past that come up with that. Telling me how I look isn't okay with them, right? This is not a new story. I realize that. But when it's right up in your face by the people that you love, it just continues to remind me, you know, so I go through a lot of feelings, a lot of things, but not taking it personally, stepping back as as much as it hurts, stepping back and saying, the person's speaking from their own point of view. It really, 
as hard as this is for me, it really has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them and I cannot take it personally. But because we are social beings and we're in a world where we interact with each other, I'm still reeling from how do you handle that when we are so visual in our world and I really appreciate the ability to be able to put my face up on Instagram and on the social media platforms and not have to take it down because somebody else doesn't like it. So the other day too, I I put an image of myself up, you know, when you're taking a, a, you're trying to flip the camera around, right? To take the selfie, to get the camera pointing at your face and you're looking down and your chin's all weird. And, and I, this was a hilarious picture and I put it up and probably the, you know, the most likes out of any of the selfies I've taken thus far, that one got the most likes because it's real, because it's silly, because sometimes making silliness rise to the top and not in a hurtful way, but in a way that is, that's also that human piece of people relate to it. They don't necessarily comment on it. Some did because they thought it was hilarious or Some said that happens to me every single time. You know, it's it's something we have in common. So coming back to that connection that we have, right? We can connect when your face looks weird, but other people have their faces look weird that way. That's a that's a common connection. So interestingly, again, not personal anything that they say because they're coming at it from when that's happened to them, right? And so it's interesting how some images can be collegial and social and haha, isn't that fun? And others can make other people uncomfortable. And then the other piece of this, which is interesting, um, I'm a performer and I sing. And when we have our rehearsals, it's interesting to me how certain people can sort of take leadership roles, right? And decide, oh, we need to stop there. It was out of tune. Let's work on that. Let's fix that. And the ego rises up to that one too, right? So the ego in all of these pieces, the ego in, you know, what do you mean I have wrinkly face? The ego in, you know, what do you mean that happens to you too? And why is it funny now? But, you know, and the ego in, you know, someone in the room is pitchy and it might be you. And All of these things are a part of the self, but they're also a part of interacting with others in the social world through self. And then the other layer of that is the masks that we put on to be in our social situations, right? And when the mask is taken down and just your real self is coming through, that's the vulnerable piece, not just for your own self, but for other people. And wow, that's the hardest one I think for me to deal with because when I do come back to center and think to myself you know what I'm really okay with myself here I'm really okay with someone having a problem with the way I look that's sort of part of what I'm doing with this selfie study this shadow work this I'm making someone else uncomfortable and I know there's certain pictures I put up that I know who's going to be uncomfortable with them in my family who's never going to see them in my family and because they're just not on social media or they're not watching what I'm doing. 
But if I tell them about it, it makes them really uncomfortable. They want me to take those images and videos down. Very interesting. And so I'm sort of writing that out right now. And I'm not as I'm not as falling apart as I as I usually am. Although I am taking a look at well, what is my response? Also with the voice. What is my response to these people? You know, because my ego does get involved and my ego wants to protect me and say, don't let them talk to you that way. And th- But there's that other piece of, well, what if I back up because I'm not in the place where they are? I'm, I'm in my own place. What if I back up, pull the camera back and really take a look at how does this affect me? And, and what is coming up for me? And can I listen to the ego, step back, not say anything at the moment, but put some things into perspective? Because interestingly enough, I also didn't want to just whip back and say something. This is also a time in my life where I'm realizing I'm not sitting back and running a list of all the things I could say back to hurt them the way that my feelings got hurt. Because that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is me stepping back and realizing that I'm really comfortable right now, not always, but really comfortable right now in how I look, in who I am internally, what's going on for me. My shadow world is more uh, right alongside me right now instead of wanting me to hide, which is, that's really, it comes and goes, but that's pretty new again right now. And stepping into that next stage of crone, right? A wise one, older person. I really, I never wanted to be a kid. Kid, Being a kid was fun. I had a great time. Loved my childhood, all that. But I couldn't wait to be an adult and go off and be on my own. And I still love being an adult. And I loved my middle ages. And I love now that I'm stepping into being that wiser person. And so what does come with that is other people are going to attack that because in our society, even the people I love, and it's been my whole life. I mean, I can think back to my, my parents, um, mostly my parents, you know, little bits and pieces of how I looked affected them, how I dressed affected them, what I decided to do with makeup or hair or body image affected them. And as a young person, it was much more difficult to work through that. As an older person, those those feelings and emotions still are hanging around, but I'm really um, interestingly stepping into, this happened when I went to college also, stepped into dressing the way I wanted to, looking the way I wanted to, and people were mean, you know, and my parents were mean, and people were mean, people that I loved were mean. They didn't see it as mean, they saw it as helping me, right? Oh, we don't want you to feel bad out in the world. Shut up. Let me go look crappy in the world because I feel good about myself. So the other piece that comes with this also is taking a look at my own children who are now young adults and really working through allowing them to be who they are, dress how they want to, live the way they want to, and being open to listening to how that is for them, how that is for the young people who are making their way and stepping out of their way so that they can explore around with that. And I'm sure that that's not what happened, you know, in their childhood. I'm sure that there were things that were said that, 
you know, I wish I could take back because that does, those are those formative years. And I know when my parents said certain things to me that I have, that have come back up again, especially with these recent comments, I am reminded of that. And as a person of my age now, I can look back on that and see it very differently. And so the selfie study is always good for me to get that image out there. And I don't know where things are going to go with social media. I don't know how much longer I'll be doing selfie studies. If social media continues on, you know, and I'm, I'm able to continue to do it, I find it very gratifying because it also started out as a, a way to take photos of my face and then create uh, self-portraits from those. And then the layering of the images helps with creating self-portraits, a moment in time. And so it's empowering. It's that artistic creative piece. It's empowering when I think back on that image of my face with the brick wall overlaid on it. And that comes back to me. And there's also a piece of that, maybe, that's building a foundation. The brick wall might have been a block at the time, but I've been building a foundation for myself and my inner voice and understanding. And I think what else is happening with that is that it's teaching me my ego can get involved, but I can step back and say, I don't need to have a quick comeback. I don't need to be mean back in order to get my point across. I need to step back and realize for myself, what is it that someone else is saying and not take it personally, but listen to it and internalize and say, all right, how is that affecting me as I interact with these people out there in the world and the community? It's a fascinating study. And now I'm going to go and look for that image of my face with the brick wall. And I'm going to put it up if I can find it on my Instagram page. So if you're listening here, come on over to my Instagram page and see if I find it. I hope you're well. Thanks for listening.